Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Afternoon, two minutes past three. Thanks for your company. Kimbo on the Rooch with you live from Studio Lumo for the next two hours here at number one King William Street in the city. Glorious day outside, currently 21.7 degrees. We are here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai. If you're looking at buying a vehicle, uh, chat to their dealerships, any Hyundai dealership. Balfour's, baking people happy since 1853. And IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Talking of IGA, we did a $300 nearest the pin on Friday. We'll announce the winner of that $300 IGA voucher. All right, let's welcome the big dog known as the ghost that walks, the Roach. What's the matter you? Hey, got no respect. What do you think you do? One coffee and I'm up and about. Hello, Rich. It only takes half a coffee. We noticed <laughs> that when you had two sips, you changed dramatically. Speaking of changing, mm. you'll have to get better gear on tonight. You can't go there with a T-shirt, Kim. You oh, can't I'm... go to the McGarry Metal dress like that. I'm going to the Marjorie. I haven't been for a while. Marjorie. <laughs> the what? The Marjorie. It's called that. Yes, I know it does. Yes, haven't been for a while, uh, Roach, and I was nagged into it by my sister and the rat who were living with me. And uh, yes, um, the phones were ringing last night after that Channel 7 show. I bet they were. We'll have a chat about that. Mm. Um, Look, if you saw the story, we'd like your views. I received a lot of. Did you get angry with you? I noticed about the mood swings and Leanne cops at most, she says. Uh, And that is. consistent with anyone mm. that's uh, suffering with that because obviously Leanne's with John 24-7. Can I just say that, to uh, make this crystal clear, he doesn't get uh, violent, but the mood swings that are associated with this are very mm. real. And it's the frustration of uh, knowing that you're not functioning like you used to or you would like to. Yeah, which we note with many, many folk will know that they're Dear loved ones, when they get into that dementia, Alzheimer's stage, mm. have that same problem. And this is concussion, yeah. head issues. Very, so, very alarming. So we uh, we watched it together as a family mm. and, uh, yeah, it was a little uh, little bit emotional. Confronting? Yeah, Even yeah. though you're living it? Yep. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. Mm. Um, it, it's real. Mm. It's not fake. We didn't know a lot about it before. We thought people were lining up to just get a little bit of money. Mm. Um, but that's, um, and as you'd notice in the story, was not mentioned once. Mm. Uh, the, the interesting thing I found out of the story, and apologies, we weren't going to go here straight away, but um, for those that aren't aware, uh, Channel 7 Spotlight, which is the equivalent of 60 Minutes on 7, Michael Usher, who I believe is the best journalist and presenter in Australia by a mile, uh, did the story, uh, story and it was on a uh, rugby league player as well. 
about uh, CTE and how prevalent it is now. But the messages and communication I was getting, uh, people really appreciated the story for awareness, Rooch, but there was no one from the NRL speaking, no one from the AFL speaking, and no suggestion where this is all going to end up. Now, the only thing I could take from that was that the NRL and the AFL maybe aren't in a position to speak because of litigation. Oh, no, the AFL did issue a statement later talking about the steps they're taking. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a typical legal, you know, sanitised mm. statement that you expect about what they've done in setting up this and that and rule changes and mm. so forth. Where's it going to end, Ken? Kim? Um, oh, look, you know where it goes through this class action. We've seen it in the NFL where they paid dearly and they paid dearly because they lied. They lied about what they mm. had done or what were doing or were supposed to be doing. Mm. They did lie about it, so they paid dearly for it. So every other sporting organisation sort of had the advantage of looking at one mess and saying, we're not going to fall into that trap. Mm. But for all, I'm glad you pointed out there was no money mentioned in it, but for all the money in the world, it doesn't no. solve the problem, Kim. And I know this is my family, but money mm. has never, ever been well, mentioned It's not going to solve once. anything. It's about awareness mm. um, and preventing it from stopping. It's like John said, if he knew what he knew now, there's no way he would have gone about things the way he did. Yeah, but his initial remarks about you didn't want to miss, as he said, that line, you didn't want to miss out on nothing. That was an interesting line. You didn't want to miss out well, on don't. nothing because you want to play every game possible. Hey, it's a, it was a badge of honour as well. Oh, I got I knocked out and I, I ran, back, yep. ran back out there. I get it. Um, yeah, so it was a um, it was a interesting night. Gee, he received some correspondence uh, from all over Australia and the world. The amount of texts that were mm. coming through from p uh, people watching it, mm. and um, yeah, so it uh, it wasn't bad this morning though. I asked him how do you feel about it, and he said what he'd forgotten. Mm. Okay, I get it. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm joking. Richard. I know, but you've told me about the cup of tea <laughs> moment with him, so I, I can just imagine how difficult it is. That was uh, between us, Rich, the cup know. of tea one. Oh, but that's telling you how, no, look, how he's much got it affects you. I know. He's got a uh, sense of humour, and you, you have to have that. A few mm. texts coming through. Um, this one says, uh, compelling Channel 7 story last night and thoughts with you and your bro-in-law. Geez, your sister looks just like you, Kim, but with better hair. <laughs> She'll be happy with that. Uh, dearie me. Oh, and this one here. Yeah, so I've got to put my hand up here. What have you done? I'm at peace now. Oh, why? I can dig in for a while, Rooch. Why? Here's a text. I still don't know if I want to say this, but... Uh, oh, hang on. Brendan Lyon's been attacked by a spider yeah. in the room. Oh, it's on him. Oh, it is too. It's a wasp. Oh, well, don't hurt no, it's it. It's just come off. It'll come for Where us. Where come from? Well, don't let it come over this way. Exactly. <laughs> what was it? A wasp oh, or a spider? Yeah, yeah, a spider. A, a spider. spider. Yeah. Jeez, a big black one. Well, Look, uh, Put a jumper on it and make it play in defence of Port Adelaide. Yeah, if, if there's any kiddies out there, you can't go killing things. No, don't. Tread on it, No, put a jumper on it. Oh, shut put up. Put it in the Port Adelaide If it goes near you, you would squeal. No, I wouldn't. You would. The only uh, time I'll squeal is you come near my ribs. Oh, I'll give you a little rib tickle and you carry on like a poor chop. And what about three the, weeks at the tribunal what about the, the way the, you do it. What about the video we put out with you on Friday? I had to go. Well, What's wrong with being an adult? We're live on air and you wave your arms and then you walk out the studio. What you say, excuse me, Kimbo, I need to go. Well, I'd been in that state through halfway through the interview. Well, 
Why didn't you go beforehand? Because I thought I'd hang on until you do the exit. It is hilarious. It's still up on the socials. Anyway, uh, this says, Tyneberg Novak uh, is the GOAT. That's from yep. Michael. Yeah, yep. 24. Um, still the best player ever. Got a sense of humour too. Roger. Yes, yes. All right, let's jump in. We're all over the shop, Breach. Uh, good show coming up at uh, 3.35. We'll preview tonight's McGarry medal. Bryce Gibbs will join us. He'll give his selection. He knows about winning one. Yes, and he won it when he was wearing a traditional sample jumper, which brings up the old debate. Will the umpires acknowledge Adelaide and Port Adelaide players with their McGarry medal votes? Well, if, we, if your we, man, if we, Matt Crouch, a chance. Well, he played 11 games. I'm thinking he could be best on ground in six. So that's 18 votes. And they're saying that someone will win it this year with 2021. I think the Gibber had 21 when he won it. Anyway, we'll speak to Gibbsy. If we're using free kick variants. I am sure if there was any... Well, the problem is there isn't a traditional Crow supporter in the Sandfall, is there? They're either Sturt supporters or North supporters or Glenelg supporters. Mm. I mean, we know that Crows don't really have a Sandfall supporter base. But if it was as big as some others, I reckon our phones would be absolutely loaded up again with this debate that's been raging for years. Mm. That Crows and Port Adelaide AFL-listed teams, which are playing in the Sandfall, do not get the same free kicks. As a matter of fact, get free kicks against them that you go, how the... Did they get Yeah, well, I haven't checked it the last, what was it, two years ago we did it. Statistics showed that they are disadvantaged. At 350, we'll chat to Brett Phillips just to wrap up the US Open. We need to give credit where it's due. He did tip Coco Goff. Yes. And she won. And I think he went the Joker as well. He got the double. Good. Well done, Brett. I think he did. Yes. Yeah, he did tip Max Purcell, the Australian, to go deep, and he got knocked out in the first round. Oh, well. <laughs> hey, the good, the bad, and the ugly, reach at uh, four o'clock. That spider's there. That's fine. Oh, I thought I got you then for a second. No, I'm going I'm to get, <laughs> Lines, I'm, I'm gonna get a draft form. <laughs> Can we have a draft this week? Oh, reach. Uh, good, the bad, and the ugly at four o'clock. Ryan Bo- Burton joins us at 4.30. Mm. Can I do a little pet him. hate? Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's Fox or whether it's Channel 7, you know, we're not at the game. We weren't up there, Rooch. No, we were not. Excuse me, just blowing my nose, a bit of hay no. fever. Um, I watched it on very big screens. Yeah, can the special comments people that are up there living the life and getting paid zillions actually tell us what we can't see? So the classic was Charlie Cameron was very, very quiet early, wasn't it? He? It was Burton, wasn't it? I can't tell you that. And I think Burton had him most of the time. Then Look, there could have been a rollover with Lockie Jones. Yeah, I get it. it. I, I get think it. it was Ryan Burton. But tell us. But there was a lot happening too. We could we could tell that uh, Will and Drew had gone to Lockie yeah. Mew. Tell it us. looked like Dunkley was uh, spending a fair bit of time with Zach Butters early. Mm. Might have just been the centre mm. bouncers. Mm. Until and, Dane Zorko got in the way. Yeah, and then, they, yeah, because one player will run to another player. Yeah. Dane Zorko uh, should get a one-match suspension uh, for, for flopping. Yeah. He flopped. And uh, Tom Mitchell as well, in regards to the Petrarca one, needs to be a fine. But, Kim, yeah, this is interesting because it's cutthroat stuff and you will accentuate something that happens off the ball to get a free kick for your team. I know what you're saying. It's acting. Mm -hmm. And you're conning the umpires and they're having a really hard task. But I can see why they do it. I don't forgive me. No, no, no. But I I think there's a difference. And this is what we have with, uh, with Ginevan. Mm. And we had the debates around that. There's there's difference between milking and completely faking. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so yeah, you. so I Tom Mitchell you. would yeah, be embarrassed watching yeah. back, you yeah, know, where he got touched and then he falls down. Now, sorry, Kano, if you're listening. So I know you it's a think, different era, but yeah. you know, with 
the Barry Hall one. Like oh, when there's, that's horror. No, no, let's, I'm not doing it for that reason. Yeah. I'm just saying to make a comparison between milking and faking. Yep. We, people will try and milk free kicks, but when it's totally faking, like seriously, Vizorko to uh, from a, a little hit and shoulder nudge, uh, flops to the ground and then just lies there. Like It's just ridiculous. And they need to be fined. And then eventually yeah, they need to be suspended. Was Zach's cop too grand for that? Mm, interesting. All righty. Good show coming up, Roach. Uh, we've got to get into Around the Grounds. And we're going to talk about Port Adelaide's 48-point loss. We want you to have your say. Gee, the injuries are mounting. Uh, Tommy Jonas. Most people thought, well, he's not going to play anyway. He might have been handy now, Roach. It's 3.14. Mm. We are here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. On a Monday afternoon, Kimba on the reach with you live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. And we are here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Bryce Gibbs coming up to preview tonight's McGarry medal. Brett Phillips to talk US Open. The good, the bad and the ugly coming up at four. You can have a crack at that. Give us your good, your bad, your ugly. We have a $50 IGA voucher to give away. And Ryan Burton joins us at 4.30. Stack of texts coming through in regards to John Platten last night as well. Mario's having his two bob. Worth was that my phone or yours, Roach? Not mine. I didn't um, get a message. Definitely mine. Oh. Uh, this mm. one says, This is Mario. Well done, lovely Leanne. That's my sister. You deserve a medal for living with two ticking time bombs, Mario. Oh. Not the time for that type really? of humor. Uh, Roach, the nearest the pin will put people out of their misery getting a stack of texts. I had people personally messaging me. One person will not have misery. One person's got $300 from IGA. I know. And uh, first time winner, I think. Good. Muzz, Muzzer from Parafield Gardens, <laughs> picked the Blues to win by 23. They so won by six. Yeah, 17 points off there. But picked the Lions by 49 wow. points, so one point off. Didn't require the tiebreaker, which was Charlie Cameron who kicked two. So all up, he was 18 points off. Well so, Muzz, congratulations. You've got a $300, $300 IGA voucher coming your way to spend as you wish. IGA supermarkets, how the locals like it. All right, Roach, roll the sleeves up. Port Adelaide went down by 48 points. I was at my arrogant best in the second term. I've got the uh, Snapchat going with a group, you know, Group chat. Arrogant a, best. Well, you know, know all best. Uh, oh, okay. With everyone from the yeah, wrong word, Roach. Right. I'm not arrogant, am I? No. Thank not you. At all. Not that wasn't convincing. <laughs> uh, with Mike Dobbin, a lot of the people from the game, oh, real dude. estate. Wow. And uh, watching oh. the game and, uh, you know, they're ripping into port. Uh, this was uh, halfway through the first term, I think, and uh, where it was all Brisbane. And I said, uh, I sent a text. Calm down, calm the farm. Mm. Port will be leading at half time. Should have been. Well, seven minutes to go in the second term. Should have been. Port have hit the front and I've gone the early crow and, no. then, and then Brisbane kicked three. Uh, your take on the game. Okay, so the key notes are if you miss set shots, you're going to pay dearly. Oof. They did that in a preliminary file against Hawthorne and paid dearly. Mm. If you cannot convert any advantage at centre square, to the scoreboard, you are going to pay for it dearly. Meanwhile, Brisbane, that has been renowned for failing to turn centre stoppages into scoreboard mm. pressure 
13-1 from centre stoppages. Yep. So you've gone from failing in that area yourself to having a team that's perfect in that area. And if you cannot hold out into red time, which has been an issue for Port Adelaide in the past. Mm. Now, I didn't tally up everything that happened in red time. I got tired of counting them all in the third quarter. But when you are giving up too many goals through time on, you are going to pay dearly. Now, ultimately, we have that old notion that injuries certainly tripped up Port Adelaide. When mm. you lose Dylan Williams and Trent McKenzie, the injuries, that's going to make your defence even more vulnerable. And an interesting debate about what happens with the sub bench. Now, at the end of last year, Brad Scott went to the coach and said, I can give you it's a It's an fifth. interesting point. It's got stuff all to do with the game, though. But it becomes a talking point. Yeah. Fifth or sixth interchange, or you could have what Damien Hardwick says, we have the sub without the vest, and you can put him on any time you like. You can put him on in the first minute. We won't wait for an injury. But we'll acknowledge concussion and give you as many as two extra on the bench. And the coach said, no, it's too difficult for rotations. Mm. Give us the sub. And we'll take it as a tactical sub. Okay. Now, should the tactical sub come back into play or once you've taken him off, that's it? I'm not dismissive of this. Uh, we spoke about it a little bit earlier. Um, I just thought it had no impact on the game. I think it's an argument or a discussion for another time and mm. a genuine one. Yeah, a, it needs a, to be debated. A, a genuine yeah. one. Port were very unlucky. Yeah. They take DBJ off. Because Roll the dice. Having a smelly one and all of a sudden, bang, Roll the bang, dice. a few injuries. But mm. um, uh, in, interesting, uh, I... I just thought so there's a couple of other interesting issues here. One, Finlayson's been – sorry, you're just nighting up Port Adelaide's yep. note point. Finlayson's been out of form for some time, hasn't he? Uh, he's been not at his best for the last six no. weeks. Todd Marshall clearly is playing with an issue that hip related to groin. Is this a Mick McGuan moment when he, had, when he had the, yeah, the jab in the yep. groin and you just can't feel your leg? And Well, I, I think he's clearly – if you have a look at the way he's kicking, which we once admired, mm. he could get distance and accuracy – He's now spraying them and not getting a distance. That's clearly related to his hip and groin you, injury. You, you would think. Yeah. Because his technique's too good for that. But then again, these things can abandon you. Look at Ian Baker Finch. Let's hope that's not the case. Mm. Uh, look, just my take on it was, uh, look, Port weren't at their best. Uh, with the good, the bad and the ugly, my good's Brisbane because I think we both tipped them for the flag, didn't we? Yeah, I've been tipping it for four years. Yeah. Well, They're this, due. They're overdue in my mind. Is, I think this was my first year of tipping it. I'm not sure, but... Uh, so it backs up what we thought about them and, and playing at home. Mm. Uh, Port got back into the game. You talk about the inaccuracies. I thought they'd get back into the game because they were going at 58% in the first term and they can't be that bad. And traditionally, they have more inside 50s than their opposition most times. I thought they'd turn that around. That didn't happen. And even in the first term, though, they were winning or breaking even on clearance. So I thought, all right, they'll settle down, get back into this game. But Brisbane's a good side. I think the bigger question now is the injuries, Roach. How do you regroup against the rampant GWS that's now won 10 out of their last 12, I think? Uh, that is not going to be easy. They have a class midfield as well. They have a settled attack and they have a very good defence. It's a very winnable game. You can't panic. Uh, one side had to win, one side had to lose. So they come against GWS, and if you look at the GWS injury list and what they have in backup, Adam Kingsley's holding together a group. Mm. He's holding it together very well with bandages. The rubber band's going to snap here. If it's if they get past Port Adelaide, I can't see them getting past Collingwood in a prelim. They, mm. They've done a magnificent job to play catch-up footy to get to the finals, win a final. They can challenge Port Adelaide, don't doubt that, but I don't think they have anything else left. GWS. GWS after this week. Really? No, we have a look at their 
Have a look uh, at what they're going through, uh, No, I'm not as bold as you because uh, I, I just remember 2016. So not with a not stack, the same stack group. of injuries. Here's a good text. Need to go to a break, Roach. Uh, only a talking point in regards to what you were talking about with mm. the sub if you want to divert the, away from their crap performance. Um, there's a lot of Oppenheimer comments. I bet there are. All this Oppenheimer crap at Port did nothing. Try splitting a pack before you split an atom. <laughs> That's what I uh, what else have we got? Look, we'll come back to them. There's so many texts here, and we want to read them all up. Floppenheimer is getting a lot of uh, traction as well. That could, um, that could. what is it when it starts tra- uh, trending? That could be trending. Yeah. Floppenheimer. All right, it's Kimba on the Roots. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Standing in the Hall of Fame. 3.32, late for the news again. Surprise, surprise, Kimbo and The Roots with you. Thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Let's tidy up a few things. Now, Tony from the Gold Coast, who was originally from Port Vincent in South Australia. Tony, you may be the reason that the Port Vincent Primary School is now shut down. Your math is horrendous. Oh, wow. Horrendous. He sent through a text. I love you, Tony. Uh, I was closest in nearest the pin, I think. I picked I think. Carlton by 22. Well, you were 16 points out there. I picked Brisbane by 22. Well, you are 26 points out there. Uh, and then he goes on to say a 44-point total, 54-point total margin. I was 10 points off. No, no the winner no. was 18 points off. Uh, you were about 42 points off, wow. I think, Tone. Uh, another one, just quickly, Roach. Roach, stop making excuses for what was an embarrassing performance by us, Port Power. Uh, selection was terrible and Leopards never changed their spots. When the heat is on, a.k.a. finals, showdowns, we go missing like fairies. That's from Mark. Fake text then. Uh, what? What, what were the excuses? What was that? Fake text. Fake text. Yeah, that's a fake text. Why you is that a them. fake text? Anyone who writes Port Power is not a Port Adelaide No, well, Mark's a regular. Is he? That's yeah. fake. Well, I'm telling you, that's the normal that's number. Fake. So what was the excuse? Give me one of the excuses I put up on the stage. Oh, I don't know, Rich. No, I'm, I'm just, read, just I'm telling you what happened. Just reading it out. What was there? All right, let's go. Ooh, struck a nerve there, Mark. Yeah, uh, well, Mark, you just can tell the fakes. Rooch, that's an accusation. Well, I'll stand by it. Mark, yeah, ring through. Have it out with the Roach. We haven't had a stash. Tell me who your favourite Port Adelaide player is. You asking me or you no, asking Mark? Mark? If he says Taylor Walker, I'll be laughing. Mark, ring up. <laughs> ring up and uh, state your case, all right? Put me out of my misery. Roach, just quickly, we've yep. got to go to the news. Uh, we've had news now on the tribunal for Braden Maynard and the uh, challenge from Jack Martin. I dare say it'll be a long night for the tribunal. They'll start 3.30 our time with Braden Maynard with his case with Angus Brayshaw. An interesting one whereby Laura Kane in her first role mm. as AFL football boss pretty well makes the case that they had to go to the tribunal. So we'll see where that one lands. A lot mm. of debate on this one. Enormous. And then, if it does finish by 5.30 our time, Jack Martin has to answer for his striking case with Blakey. Listed as careless high and high contact, I don't think he can argue on any of those ones because they're all careless gives him the lowest grade already. Yeah. So he's going to be in a fair bit of pain there too. I'm surprised they're challenging that. I can understand why they're doing it. He's a form player, but uh, that two games will stand. If he's that poorly coordinated with a clenched fist that he can miss the football by that much, he would never have taken those overhead marks he took in the last quarter. And to further the tribunal, Zach Butters has two fines of $2,000 Well, let's do a GoFundMe. Uh, He doesn't deserve that. Uh, It's 334. 
The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Our next guest may be a Hall of Famer in the sand. Felice McGarry medalist. We'll get to him very shortly. We are here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. And we're live from Studio Lumo SA. Currently 21.2 degrees outside. A cracking day. May wear the shorts to the McGarry medal. No, tonight. you're not allowed to. It's Aren't black you? tie. Well, I could still have a black tie and the shorts. And have, you got a, have you got a direct line to Costa? Costa, Costa, our regular texter. Man at Calvary Hospital. Yeah. Man who finds every player. When they're going in for a medical. Well, Rich, yeah, it's not being cryptic. We're waiting. Well, I want him to be out there with Mackenzie and Williams because they're going in for their scans at the moment. Okay, what's the latest? They're in there now? Well, you're getting their scans, but the prognosis and hope at Port Adelaide is Mackenzie will be okay with an ankle, but Dylan Williams, I don't think you can get up on a hamster. No, you can't come back from a hammock. Before we get to our next uh, guest, Rich, you you did uh, sook up a little bit prior to the break. Mark sent through a text and... uh, saying that you were making excuses for Port. Now, we've got a number of texts saying that you're salty. How salty is the Roach today? Roach, you're very salty. I'm not salty then, at then, all. Then you said you questioned whether he was a genuine Port man, and then mm. you said, name my be- your favourite player. Yes. He's gone, uh, Warren Treadray. Boom, uh, boom. Jason Horn Francis, originally from South Adelaide and former Christie's Beach Junior. What else do you want to know, Roach? Cheers, Mark, the fake. I am a Port man. I doubt it. Roach. I doubt it. Well, there you are. That's my, my my thought. I doubt it. Why? Because I'm he, not allowed to have he, a thought. What? Because he questioned what you said. You sook up and now calling no. a, a, one of our listeners a liar. No, I'm just telling you. I doubt that he's a Port fan. Let's go to our next guest. He's a lovely young man. He'll yes. be in a better frame of mind than you. He'll be there tonight, strutting yes. around his 2021 McGarry medal. I'll be there with mine, Roach, as well. Yeah, <laughs> you can find it. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Uh. Fierce rivalries, nothing beats the Host Plus Sandful <laughs> League. Who's going to win the McGarry medal? Well, let's go to a good judge, and it's Bryce Gibbs. Hello, mm. Brycey. Good afternoon, fellas. Thanks for having me on. No, we appreciate you coming on. The Roach is grumpy. Port got done by 48 points. Was it that bad? Can they come back from it or have they got too many injuries? Well, I'm pretty disappointed, Roach, because I was hoping they'd win. So then Carlton would win on Friday night and they could come over here and play in the prelim at Adelaide Oval. But mm. uh, your Port mob couldn't get it done. So that's not going to happen. No. Uh, look, it's, they'll be licking their wounds. There's, there's no doubt about that. Mm. Um, obviously... We'll get GWS back here at Adelaide Oval, which I think they can bounce back, but um, obviously then are going to have to go and play Collingwood at the MCG. So, uh, yeah, they are up against it. Um, they'll be obviously reviewing it pretty uh, heavily and, and uh, you know, have to really make a statement um, this sad day against uh, the Giants. Yeah. We're in form too, so um, should be a cracking game. Yeah, they won 10 out of 12. Now, take your bag as blinkers off. Is no, it, keep is them it, on. Is it fair to say that Melbourne probably should have beaten Collingwood Ooh. and Sydney should have beaten Carlton in the end? Uh, yeah, look, potentially. No matter why you look at it, I think the final series was always going to be uh, a, a great... Um, a great spectacle in all games, really. We've seen in the during the year, teams go on you know, momentum charges and the Giants, Carlton, um, Sydney have all gone on runs throughout the year. So it was mm. going to be one of those final series. Absolutely anything could have happened. So obviously the Melbourne side of things, they just wasted their opportunity for the centre. Uh, Carlton obviously led a, led a bit of a good lead up when uh, Sydney come at them kicking, obviously, uh, dominating the second half of that game. So it's going to come down to who can 
make the most of these momentum swings. And yeah, I think any game we've seen in the final series so far could have gone either way. So um, that's the beauty about finals. Now, Louis, one of our regulars, he sent through a text, you know, this week, you get him on your Saturday morning show. Uh, This is cryptic. Well, I don't know. It says, Kimbo, can you ask former Port Adelaide legend Bryce Gibbs for his tip this weekend, which is the GWS Port game? You you weren't a Port lad. You are a Glenelg lad growing up. Well, they're, maybe they're claiming me because I was uh, a COVID top-up for 12 months. Oh, I reckon that's the connection. Yes, man. yes. I oh, well, you're it. welcome at Albert at any time, yeah. Bryce. Hey, a quick, <laughs> a quick tip then on that game. Uh, very good. I think Port will win. Oh, beautiful. I love it. All right, let's get into the McGarry medal. This is one of the most open fields ever. Uh, Roach is into conspiracy theories. He thinks a Port Adelaide and a Crows player would never win it. I think Matt Crouch is a damn good chance. Off 11 games, if he gets six best on grounds, that's 18, then picks up another three or four, um, can he win it or do they not give votes to Adelaide and Port players? Yeah, it is a, it is one for debate, isn't it? And I I don't think he can win it, but I'm with you. I think he'll about he might even be leading halfway through the year. Uh, he's obviously had a, a great year, um, whether he's played at Sandful level or or at league level, so AFL level. So um, you know, I'd I'd love to to see how he get rewarded with the McGarry Medal off the, the back of the hard work he's put in this year. But unfortunately, yeah, we just see it too often, don't you? Um, Jackson Haitley is another one from Adelaide that, that should hold pretty well. He, he's had a pretty good year in the sample. But, yeah, history would say that guys that uh, that are listed um, usually don't hold too well in McGarry's. And probably go back to um, Paddy Wilson when he was uh, oh. playing for the Crows. I think he finished second or third, but had an absolutely outstanding year and probably deserved it that year, but uh, just couldn't quite get enough votes in the end. Yeah, and maybe uh, Haitley, Schoenberg and Crouch will take votes from each other, Roach. Tell me about Tom Lewis at Sturt, Bryce. Mm, how good is he? Yeah, he's a ripper. He's a ripper. And he's the sort of player you'd love to have in your side. Obviously, big-bodied through the midfield there. Um, certainly really hard to move in and around those stoppages. And, and he's spread. He's actually quite quick, um, surprisingly quick. So, um, yeah, he's had he's had a great year with his uh, partner in crime, uh, James Battersby. So, you know, they've certainly won enough games for, I reckon, those two mm. to feature prominently tonight. But, uh, yeah, Lewis, he's been, uh, he's been really consistent probably for a couple of years now. And um, he's certainly been one of the best players in the comp this year. So, I reckon... He'll, uh, he'll be in at the pointy end come the end of the count tonight, that's for sure. It's always interesting to look for a consistent player in a team outside of finals, such as Woodville West Torrens, and also a player who comes out of the AFL and back to the sample because they always seem to poll more votes. James Rowe must be one of the dark Jimmy. horses in this one. Yeah, I reckon you're right, Roach. I reckon certainly in their wins, he's... He's always filling the stat sheet up, whether he's having high 20s, 30 touches and, and hitting the scoreboard as well. I, I think that can be obviously a, a real key um, in, in these sort of awards nights. Midfielders that, that can hit the scoreboard and we know he's spent a bit more time through the midfield this year and, and obviously when he rested forward, he, he kept hitting the scoreboard. Yep. So, um, yeah, I do think he will he will attract votes in, in the games. Certainly they win or if he's played well, in close games, but uh, whether they've won enough games this year to to have enough votes at the end of the night, um, we'll soon find out. But um, who else has kicked goals? Matty Allen's probably another one that sticks out from, from Glenelg. 
that's a, a tough one. They've had obviously such a, a great year as well, and uh, some of their forwards have really fired hoses, kicked bags at times. Um, McBean. So whether they take some boats off each other, um, that could that could probably hurt Matty Allen's uh, ability. Mm. But I think he'll he'll be up there as well. But my actually tip for tonight, boys, is Harry Grant. I oh, think he's had a, an absolutely good, good un- unbelievable year and. I think the Bulldogs have, have won enough games this year yeah. to, to see him poll extremely well. And uh, they're a young side, and, and he's really led the charge. And uh, he's played some of the best footy I've seen this year. And even at times, he's been tagged and been able to work through the tag and, and still make an impact for, for his side. And we all know they bummed out on the weekend, but they've had a great year and, and getting back in the finals off the back of him. So um, Harry Grant's my tip uh, in front of uh, Tom Lewis in, uh, in a real tight one. Well, that's interesting because they uh, finished equal top in the advertiser sample player of the year award, which is a three, two, one voting system as well. All right, there you go. Harry Grant from uh, Tom Lewis. We've got a few more. We want to throw at you just another text route just to validate what everyone's feeling at the moment about you. As a casual casual listener to your show, I must say, Ruchi does sound a little salty today. That's I'm all not. from Ken. I'm not. Well, a little bit grumpy, a little no, bit, not. a little bit grumpy. Hey, Brycey, can we ask you about the Braden Maynard situation as someone that's just come out of the game, understanding the rules? Um, this game cannot be fair at times. What will happen and what would you like to happen? Two separate things. And probably it'll happen in two separate things. What I what I would like, I would like him to get off and, and be free to play. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously do, jumping up for the smother, um, tucks in at the last second to protect himself, hits him in the head, uh, and we know what happened to Angus, and no one likes to see players getting injured like that. But, yeah, I, I think, unfortunately, where the game is at the moment and, and the severity around um, the outcome uh, of, of an incident like this... Um, I think they'll they'll appeal it. Is that is that the understanding? And I, I don't think they'll be able to overturn it, unfortunately. So um, whether it's one or two weeks, uh, we'll soon find out even more. But um, unfortunately, I think Braden Maynard might miss, um, even though I'd like to still see him free to play. So, mm-hmm. Bryce, if you were in the dock, so to speak, and the AFL advocate says, Bryce, I want you to look at the behind-the-goal vision, which I hope you've seen, and the AFL advocate argues, Mr. Gibbs, you had the option to turn to your left. You chose to turn to your right and make contact with Mr. Brayshaw. How do you defend yourself? Well, it all happens pretty quick, doesn't it, Roots? And, that, mm. and that's probably the, the thing that does cost players uh, in situations like this from time to time is that we have the ability to slow it right down mm. and look at behind the goals and look at different angles and, and really see how it's unfolded. But in, in real time, like it all happens so quick. Um, sometimes you, you don't have a chance to, to make these decisions. So um, unfortunately, it, it was a footy act, uh, but... As we've seen now, maybe four or five years ago, um, he, he would have got away with it. But mm. um, with what we've seen in the last couple of years and, and just where we're at um, with this with this concussion situation, um, unfortunately, if, if you do hit someone in the head, whether it's a footy act or not, yeah. you're more than likely going to get weeks. I think, I think, we understand I think why you're on too. the money there. I think you're on the money. Mm. All right. Uh, look forward to seeing you on the red carpet. I'll just be sort of hanging around off your coattails. I want to try and get on the Channel 7 News. I haven't been on the news for a while, a few years now. So I'll catch you there tonight, Brycey, and your tip again, Harry Grant from the Doggies. Yeah, looking forward to it. Thanks, boys. Brycey Gibbs. Thanks, Bryce. There's a conspiracy theory emerging.
What? About your appearance at the McGarry Medal tonight. What's Because it couples with the South Australian Football Hall of Fame. Mm. The fact that you haven't been to a McGarry Medal for a long time, mm. the fact that you've been harping on the Hall of Fame for mm. many, many weeks, mm. are you to be inducted? Well, I'm not allowed to say anything, Rooch. Oh. I, I throw it out there, though, on the text line, oh. which is 0427154166. If, in fact, I am inducted tonight... Would you be in favour of that? Do you think <laughs> I've done enough in this caper to warrant it as a player and in but the media? Do, ah, in the media. You are part of the media now. No, well, they judge me to be that. That's why <laughs> I, but I keep telling them I'm not. Do you know, the inconsistency of your argument is beyond belief at times. Get stuff, Roach. <laughs> The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Standing in the Hall of Fame. Ah. <laughs> no wonder beautiful day from you two had no chance. Now it's all coming into place. Why Hall of Fame made it as our play-in. Shut up, Rich. It's uh, 3.56. Uh, here's a text, though. If uh, Kimbo makes the Hall of Fame before Rucci, I will die a happy woman. That's Ethel from Ethelden. Well, that's guaranteed. I, this one says, you would have to pay people to clap if Dylan made the Hall of Fame. Oh, Mario, oh, that's a little bit harsh. Wow. Uh, Brett says, uh, Kimbo, if you were inducted into the SA Football Hall of Fame, it would be one of those funny... Who the hell is he moments where everyone would be clapping awkwardly and scratching their heads at the same. Get stuffed, Brett. <laughs> oh, buddy, earned my stripes. Um, what else we got there? Wow. Our next guest, Brett Phillips, says Kimbo should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, that's good. Let's talk tennis now. Brady Phillips joins us to talk about the US Open. He deserves a round of applause. As long, as long as he doesn't hang up the telephone on us like all these tennis players are doing oh, around the world at the moment. That round of applause sounded a bit like the disingenuous one Brett was talking about mm. um, in the text. <laughs> Hi, Brett. <laughs> BP, well done. You Gentlemen. picked Coco Goff yes. and Novak Djokovic to win the titles, and they did. Well, look, um, you know, in this game, sometimes the odd prediction you get right, and sometimes you get it wrong, but... Yeah, no, I think with Djokovic, there was just something in that week leading up to the US Open. He won Cincinnati as well that week before, and there was that glint in his eye. I've seen yeah. it before, and what, what can you say about the man? Yeah, the way he was so calm and in control of what he was saying post-match, I watched every one of his post-match interviews, and you just had a sense he knew what destiny was bringing him. Well, he had that shirt. Yeah, look, he... <laughs> Oh, yeah, he had them yeah. ready. Yeah, did a Jack, did a Jack Revol with the Killers, you yeah. know, in 2017. <laughs> yeah, opportunity was there. I think, um, guys, whatever you, you know, and, and look, obviously there's been a lot of mixed commentary around Novak his entire career, and we don't need to go sort of back over that. And But the simple fact is you've just got to admire the athlete, and the athlete is mm-hmm. is phenomenal. And, and the question we're, we're sort of asking is, you know, how, how long has he got at the peak and just the look of him and the way he's talking and the way he's moving, I mean, he could play another two seasons of really top-flight tennis, not just sort of thereabouts and fading. Now, an injury could happen like that. He's seen, you know, Roger succumb, Rafa succumb, that 
he probably out of the three has been the most meticulous with everything, dotting the I's, crossing the T's from diet to preparation to, you know, the way he stretches to every inch mm. of detail he mm. he works on. So, and look, I, I think he always, uh, when, he, when he actually got to a point where he thought, I can break every record in the game, that's what's driven him to go longer. And now he's equal with Margaret Court, who won her last about, what, 50 years ago in New York. And to get to 25 would be a significant number in the sport. And he will come back to Melbourne as a 10-time t- uh, champion in January. It's staggering, isn't it? He's 36 years of age. He's just so fit and uh, so flexible. But to go to the women's final, it's not surprising that things that happen off the court become the biggest trend on social media. To see Sabalenka go into the change rooms and smash a racket, is she entitled to some privacy once you have that moment? Should have that video yeah, been probably. released? Probably, but I mean, I think we, I mean, you know, this is this is sport, it's entertainment, yeah. it's, you know, we, we, we love the rawness of uh, the emotion of sports people, don't we? That, mm. you know, this is, it's tough when you lose and, uh, you know, I mean, if I had got in there, no, knowing the opportunity she blew, mm. uh, making 46 unforced errors, mm. you know, and look, she could have won all four majors this year. Two semifinals, she let go at the French and Wimbledon and here she is, a dominant first set that just then tightened up. And she's number one today, but I don't, she didn't want to entertain any of that talk during the week. You know, yeah. she, it was going to be the grand slam, and then the bonus was going to be being number one. So um, she shot herself in the foot a little bit, but I was so impressed with Coco. You know, the best defender probably on the women's side wins the title. Uh, Defence starts <laughs> success, whether it's team or individual sport, as we know. And, you know, 19 years of age. But I'll tell you what, gee, the addition of Brad Gilbert, who needs mm. to take a bit of credit here, he is the genius coach with uh, Agassi and Andy Roddick throughout his careers. Great analyst to listen to on ESPN, but he's really taught us some good strategic stuff over the last uh, eight weeks going 18-1. Uh, and one. Mm. and uh, look, we've got to go to the news, Brady, and we did put, pump you up for your tipping, but we also want to just bring you down to earth because you did say Max Purcell would go deep into the tournament. He was your roughie and... What, did he go out in the first round? Look, he, he did, did Kimbo. <laughs> but you know, to, but today, hey, listen, you, you can't have it on your terms all the time. But <laughs> I know where he's come, where he's come from this year. Uh, his words, the words of his former coach, are still ringing in my ears that he can be a top twenty player. He's forty three in the world, Max. If he got to top twenty, it'd be phenomenal. He's going to be part of our Davis Cup team this week, led by Alex Dimonor. Hopefully we get through to the last date in November. But, and Chris O'Connell's pushed up to 53. Bukic at 50. Popperin. The, the guys are lifting the Aussie guys, and I hope they haven't got a ceiling right there because we want them to go further and you know get towards the demon. And then we can have a big batch, say, inside that top 40. That's where I believe a lot of these guys should be. Back to the halcyon days of Newcomb and Rosewell and Hode and Laver. And whoever else you want to say. Hey, we've got to stay on time today. We're two minutes past four, two minutes yeah. late for the news. Uh, it's a big McGarry medal tonight in the Hall of Fame and the Sandful. A lot of rumours going around I'm about to be inducted. So I don't want to be late, BP. Well, I'll make sure I ring in, uh, especially for the show tomorrow, if I do find that out, Kimbo. So, uh, hey, congratulations to you. I mean, I know your resume is... Uh, we, we could go well beyond the news. But, hey, first serve will follow uh, tonight. Looking forward to a big three-hour edition from uh, 7.30 Adelaide time. And it's a great show too. It goes beyond the news. Don't forget my 63 games and 68 goals. Here's a text come through. Can it be a family <laughs> induction into the Hall of Fame? Platten hands it to Dylan. Johnny hey, will get you over the hey, Kimbo. line. Kimbo? Yeah. Kimbo, mm. can you throw to the news, please? Oh, right. Sorry. This news you mean, right. Thanks, it's three Brad. pass. Thanks, Thank BP. You, Love you.
Thank you. Thanks, Brett. Here, bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Minutes past four on a Monday afternoon. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. If you've just joined us, I can tell you it was Muzz. Muzz from Parafield Gardens that won the Parafield Gardens. Yes, Parafield Gardens won the $300 IGA voucher for nearest the pin on Friday. Currently 20.7 degrees outside. The good, the bad and the ugly coming up. You can send through your nomination and... Uh, We'll give you a $50 IGA voucher if we like it. Stack of texts, Roach. Um, if I can attend to a few of these, yeah, bear with me. Chip in where you want. Uh, afternoon, boys. Disappointing result on Saturday night. And now the possibility to go out in straight sets looks more probable than it did last week. It will be another failed Ken final series once again. If that happens and board signing him to a two-year deal told me as a member that their list is ready to go for a flag. Its list has more holes than it showed. They have to be active this trade period and trade out players who are not up to it. So Daniel making two tick, points tick, there. Tick. And may I say, Kim? Yes. I fell off the chair at the weekend when the news alert came that Sydney was into Brody Grundy. I couldn't see that coming. Uh, Kim. You, you, you could. You did predict it, Roach. Oh. You looked like you may have lost him before you got him. Exactly. Hi, Kim and Roach. The challenge is on for Port. Uh, they're up for it. Maybe just maybe we might see some positional chances, changes, or debutantes in to face against the Giants. Narkel and Pacini for mine. Bonner too. That's from Romeo. Uh, you don't want to be making too many, in my humble changes, apart from the ones that are forced upon you. So may I ask the question it's again? It's a little reactive. Yeah. As I did on Friday, Jeremy Finlayson. Does he need a new role to kickstart? Well, you tell me what the role is. You're not going to play him as a defender when he hadn't played there all year. Well, he's played there before, Kim. And necessity might order it. Uh, very. Where, where did he play there? But GWS he played there. <laughs> well, Kim, he up, did. Turn it up. He turn it up. There. Very, very rarely. I'm not even sure if he did. Here's another one. Injuries during a game of footy have impacted outcomes uh, for yes. decades. Uh, it is the will. There's a few typos here. If the footy gods... Mm. And adds to the theatre, why do yep. we have to try and change everything? Oh, Matt and Brisbane, well, that's in regards to the... supplementary part of that, Matt, is... This whole duty of care now has become such a big issue in football, right? A big issue. Is it right that we have Trent McKenzie sent out with that ankle, which is now being yep. scanned, when we've got a fit player in Darcy Byrne-Jones on the bench? Does at some point the AFL say, look, we have an enormous responsibility to player welfare, and we're now telling the coaches, that's it. You're getting six on the bench and you've got to manage them and we want to see less and less of this duress on players. I'll go to the same... Response I had at the start of the show. It, it's a genuine conversation, mm. so I don't disagree with it. Interesting uh, how it's this got one nothing plays. to do with the loss on. Um, no, it's big picture stuff. I'm not talking about it one yep. game. We're talking about big and picture. And I know and how player you use welfare the bench now, now is, yep. is is enormous, but players go out there with injuries all the time. Um, roll the dice. Hey, with Jay Schwartz, Schwartz, uh, Schultz tweeting out today he'd be happy to help improve Port's goal kicking mm. next season. Surely somebody picks up the phone. Be interesting that. How that one plays? Uh, what, because there's litigation or? Oh, look, he's yeah, he's pushed that concussion issue, but okay. that shouldn't deter Port Adelaide from seeing a, a 
an asset, yeah. surely. I, he was a beautiful kick. Yeah. Let me keep going, Rooch, because people have gone to a lot of effort. Mm. This is uh, Alan from Alberton. Afternoon, Kimbo and the Rooch. A couple of observations from Saturday night's game. Uh, not only do Port need to kick straight, but we also need to stick tackles, take marks inside 50 and play in front of their opposition. Seriously, you could coach the team with a tape recorder as it's been the same issues for the past 10 years. Also, I'm sick of the throwing over the head that has been called a hand pass that's crept into the game. Cheers, Alan from Alberton. And yes, Roach, I'm a real person. I know Alan. Yes. Um, well, Mark is too. You've turned on him. Boys, I'm a Port member and I'm sick of excuses in relation to set shot inaccuracies. Either employ a goal-kicking coach or admit you're not serious about doing everything possible to win. Also, I can understand why anyone from the club is talking about looking forward to Saturday night and putting on a performance at Adelaide Oval in front of fans. Just shut up, stop the talking and do it. Time for excuses about not performing in big games is done. Turn up, put your head over the ball and do your job. Nothing more, nothing less. That's from Phil. Did you get it, Lionsy? Is that what did spider you do, come Lonesy? back again? Oh, my spider goodness. Everett's back. A spider <laughs> Everett's back. Did you get it? No, no, we don't. No, we're not going to kill it, are we? Uh, no, when when I get it, I, I mean, no, I, no, I'm not advocating <laughs> violence, Roach. Unless you're near my ribs. <laughs> no, just uh, maybe, maybe if you've just maimed it a little bit. Oh, then dear. we'll set it free. Kimbo and Roach, let Birdo know the theme for the rest of the finals and for evermore is get the ball and kick goals. If they have the ball, get it off them and kick goals. They don't take any crap from Mikkel. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and still a lot of uh, Floppenheimer comments coming uh, through. Coming. All right, Roach, you got your holsters yes, on? Yes, I have. All right, you got any bullets left? You've shot a few off. Silver today. ones. Silver? Mm. What's the difference with the silver one? You won't get any infection from the silver one. Oh, it really bothers me when I'm dead. <laughs> the wounds will be clean. No need to duck. You can be a bit creepy at times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is pretty simple. The good, the bad, and the ugly from the weekend. doesn't have to be too deep and meaningful. Uh, it can be real, or you can have a sense of humour. You can have a crack at it and win a $50 IGA voucher. Um, your good reach. I love it when young men don't care that there is finals on the name of the game they're playing. They go out there, play like they do every other week, just give their best. And Ollie Lord and Jasper Fletcher just thrilled me on Saturday night. I'm calling two BS. young. I'm men. calling BS there. Why? Two I know what you mean. Just... You don't think they're aware it was a final? But they played. They played, played good to games. It. Yeah, they played to it. Yeah, rather than against it. No, oh, no, that's a Jano's theme and take. But yes, well, you don't good. think some people tighten when the finals word is mentioned? That's a reasonable yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These boys were just playing it, loving it. Good on them. Uh, you've been pushing Ollie Lord for a while. I'll tip my hat to you. I keep saying two to three years, but that's the most yeah. instinctive I've seen him. Yeah, he'll get better. On a lead and a set shot, I'm as nervous as hell. But, but he'll get better. He was good at ground level. All right. Just he'll take a compliment, Roach. All right. All right. Uh, my good was Brisbane. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a game. They've been under just as much pressure as mm. it happens to all clubs. It's just we're very insular here. Ports people, Crows people. Look what Carlton fans were like when they lost six in a row, Roach. You know, Collingwood, we've heard it from every club. Loss was no good then. Yeah, he's going to get a new deal, <laughs> two-year deal at the good end of the year. Um, so the good for me was Brisbane. I know they had the home ground advantage, but they mm. did what they had to do. They're a very good side. 
We both tipped them for the flag at the start of the year. I haven't gone off them once. Not at all. Every side will have bad losses throughout the yep. year. So I, I thought they were really good, really businesslike. And whilst Port were not at their best and had injuries and kicked poorly, mm. they were still challenged on a couple of occasions and they found another gear. Uh, you're bad? Melbourne's kicking. To yeah. quote our good friend Wally May when he would say on those Channel 9 broadcasts of footy, bad kicking is bad footy. Well, Melbourne has kicked its way out of a premiership. Mm. I know it's dramatic I, to I, say it that way, but that's how I feel about it. It wasn't just that. Uh, we know that Simon Goodman is a great tactician. Mm. but oh, He's just, on the bench too. <laughs> yes, all right. A little bit of sarcasm, a little dig there, Rooch. Um, <laughs> to see them do the same thing so consistently, and that was just long, vomiting long, yeah, and playing the hands of Collingwood, yep. and uh, but they just flooded back. The defence of Collingwood was absolutely brilliant. So credit, yeah, due. But you just think if they'd shown a little bit more control and patience, yes, um, how my, frustrating. Yeah, my bad was uh, Port's goal kicking. Mm. Uh, it was just uh, horrendous. Here's a good, bad, and the ugly from Joe. Joe says the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good, the Walkerville Footy Club business lunch last Friday. Matt Robran and Jade Rawlings were great speakers. Mm. A both great humans. Yep. The bad, how much I drank at the luncheon. Good. The ugly, me on Saturday morning. It was Joey? Did Joey do one of these last week as well? <laughs> you got a great life, Joey. Um, I love it. Uh, Kim, how did I go in nearest the pin? Oh, no. uh, this is from Rocco. Hey, Rocco, you lost. <laughs> he said, Blues by four in extra time, Brisbane by 60, Cameron six. Surely Blues by four in extra time counts. What? They didn't go an extra time, Rocco. I'm lost on Is that. Everyone, I'm lost on everyone's that, on the source today. Uh, hey, boys, DBJ and Marshall down back. If Charlie available, forward with Raz or mm. maybe Frankie. Dan in Tassie. Thank you, Dan. Uh, you're ugly, Roach. Just some of the side issue debates on the Maynard Brayshaw moment mm. have lost perspective of what this is all about. And that's why I'll be intrigued how it plays at the tribunal. But some of the arguments, surely we, we recognise we, we've moved a long way from the 1970s, haven't we? We, we do oh, have yes, to understand. Yeah. I mean, I, I never was comfortable with the McKinnon one in the AFLW where potential no to, issue potential there. Potential to injure, no contact mode. But this one is contact and injury and mm. needs to have a grander understanding of where we're at in footy at the moment. Yeah. I understand football acts I think and football he's in accidents trouble. and football collisions. I get all that. But mm. if you could sit down and watch Spotlight and see what John Platten is going through and then not understand the burden upon the AFL, mm. as much as it will change the fabric, there's that term again, fabric of the game we grew up with, they have a responsibility, Kim. Yeah, I think the debate has to be more mature than it has been over the weekend. I think Braden's in trouble. trouble. I can understand where a lot of people are coming from. I stand by what I said on uh, Friday. Or I think it was Roach, where you gave me the the old the old system system. Yeah, yeah and I thought I could get him down to one game, in which they beefed up because of this duty of care. Yeah, so um, look, he's in a spot of bother. Uh, I think for the incident, one and being able to play in the grand final. Mm. To miss out on the grand final, it's a heavy penalty yeah. for a, what was a football action. Yeah. But you have to train yourself to be better. So if we do a 10-year spectrum, 10 years ago, what would have he faced? Nothing. A year ago, under the old system, he would have got 
Maybe one. Maybe one, yeah, which is what Today, I worked on. we're looking at three or two. Yeah. So what's well, that telling us about what football's saying to all of us? It's telling us that the AFL is very scared about an enormous amount of money they're going to have to for pay good reason. in a settlement for players. It goes back to 85, Rooch. I'm still a chance. Uh, my ugly, uh, my ugly is if uh, I'm not inducted to the Sandville oh, Hall of Fame oh, tonight, oh, oh. because I'll be flat as a bush biscuit to my. You've got me actually genuinely excited, Rich, <laughs> that I might be, you know. And despite what you said, Brett, <laughs> so how did Leanne pitch this to you? Because I'm intrigued. She's insisted. Time. Well, obviously, I used to host it, and yeah. then you know you get invited every year. And yeah. um, well, I don't go to a lot of the functions, Rooch. I'm not like you going out there trying to get a free feed from everyone. <laughs> oh, wow. I like to just stay in the background. Oh, so what's your speech going to be like tonight? Off the cuff. Yeah. Be a lot about me. <laughs> 418. Please do not tell the stories about your childhood, please. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Just a reminder, SENSA is your home of the Host Plus Sandful League. Listen live every weekend right here on SENSA. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. There's quite a few good, bad and uglies coming through. Here's one, Roots. The good, the orange tsunami. That's true. One ten out of 12. Bad. Melbourne trying to crucify Maynard. Ooh, little dig at Simon Goodwin. Simon Goodwin. The ugly. Throwing in the game. It has even infiltrated the AFLW. That's Pete from Canberra. G'day, Ooh. Pete, and congrats on your side. Yeah. Uh, you'll be up against Port Adelaide this week. Hey, we'll give you the $50 IGA voucher. You can use that at the IGAs over there in Canberra, Pete. Throwing in the game, this is real, Roach. Fair dinkum, if they're not going to police it, they have four umpires now. Get rid of it. Get oh. rid of the handball. Oh. No, and I'm, I'm being a smart aleck, but... Yeah. Let's get better umpire. Play the game. Get better umpire. Umpire it to the rules. Exactly. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, here we go. The good. Oh, Mario. That is good. That is a good one. Mario. The Read good, it. Uh, the good. Uh, Leanne. Yes. That's my sister. The bad. The rat. The ugly. Uh, Dylan at 3 a.m. tomorrow morning after being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I had lived lib the last bit. It's going to be an interesting night. Um, here we go. Uh, Roach, you got a responsibility here. Yes. Uh, the finals MVP, all thanks to Sonus, game-changing sounds this finals season. You have to do your player of each finals round. Yeah, each weekend. So from the four games. Each weekend. So big job. Who Most was... valuable player. Now, mm. we looked at Adel sorry, Port Adelaide v Brisbane and thought this is Charlie Cameron's night. 200 games. He's going to light it up. The motorbike will be running. Mm. They'll be singing the song there at the Gabba. Yep. That doesn't always happen that way, does it? No, no. There he, was, he, always... was on a, he was on a skateboard for most of the night. <laughs> Notice that. Then a young man who already carries a fair bit into his first AFL season, son of and mm -hmm. was behind Ashcroft as sort of the second father-son picked at Brisbane. But Jasper Fletcher, 16 disposals. Three goals at 100% efficiency, seven score involvements in his first final, says to me, MVP for Brisbane, MVP for the weekend of finals. I loved it. I like it. He played with great maturity. Yep. Uh, gee, there's a lot of upside there. That's your finals MVP. We'll do that right throughout the final series. Thanks to Sonos, 
multi-room listening, wireless home theatre and more. Enjoy game-changing sounds this final season with Sonos. Alrighty, got a lot to get through. Still have a stack of text to get through. Always another good, bad and the ugly. Just checking the number there. Um, good, the massive crowd's first weekend of the finals. Bad, Michelangelo Rucci driving. Ooh, ugly. No, I can't read that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm intrigued, yeah. Uh, no, no, don't be intrigued. It, it may have been litigious. I couldn't work out what they were saying. Hey, when we come back, we'll hear from Nathan Bassett, who did a press conference not long ago. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 31 on a Monday afternoon, glorious day outside, 20.8 degrees. We're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. The techs are coming through thick and fast. DT, Daniel Thomas from Montaigne Hyundai. They have Montaigne Kia. Is he speaking to me yet? You, about all the money you gave away, Rooch. No, he thinks you're a prick. Right. Um, He has sent me a message. Looking forward to seeing you at the McGarry tonight. (laughs) I heard you are getting inducted. Ah. Now, this is Roach. You've done this, haven't you? (laughs) And now another text has come through. Hi, Kimbo and Roach. Does that mean we get Miles Fitzner and Roach for tomorrow's show if Kimbo gets inducted in the Hall of Fame tonight? Stay tuned. And Paul's an all-nighter. Cheers from Blake. Stay tuned. Hey, Kim, for all our listeners who did the podcast when they go away from work and they were planning things differently tomorrow because there was a tram strike, it's been called off. Oh, beautiful. your life stays as normal. Oh, well done, Rich. Let's hear from Nathan Bassett really quickly what uh, the takeouts (laughs) were from the loss against Brisbane. Yeah, they, I mean, they so. Look, I think we've got to be uh, better for longer. You know, there were periods of the game where we played... Uh, some good footy and, and uh, created some opportunities and uh, defended okay. And there's some other periods where, you know, particularly. And we'll quickly sneak in before the news and update because this is important on Todd Marshall. Yeah, he's had he's had some hip issues and you know we've got we're waiting on a few scans today and he's one of them and uh, we'll find out more you know, tonight and tomorrow morning. So yeah, he's in some doubt. Yeah, point. I imagine he'd be in some doubt. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, news coming up next, and then we'll have a chat to Ryan Burton. If you want to send him a question, you can do that via text 0427 154 We're here thanks to Balfour's. They've been baking people happy since when? 1853. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Four thirty-seven, beautiful day outside. Still twenty point four degrees. We're here thanks to Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold, Ryan Burton, not far away. And our text line has a message from Henry in Melbourne. Mm. Congratulations for me for being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Who? Kimbo. You, Kimbo. Oh, congratulations uh, thank, for thank, being thanks, inducted. Thanks, Henry. I, I, I think 
there's just some people up to mischief. I think I qualified. Uh, oh, questions coming through for Birdo. We speak to him every week. Thanks to McGain Real Estate. Sold by McGain again. If you're thinking of buying or selling or even renting your property, get in touch with McGain Real Estate. Mike Dobbin, Zoe Ball and the team. Scotty McFarlane. There's a stack of good people there and they have your interests at heart. Yes. All righty. Port Adelaide went down by 48 points. It was never going to be easy at the Gabba. They had some moments. They challenged after an awkward clunky first quarter, mm. found a bit of rhythm in the first 20 minutes of the second term, and then it sort of went south from there. Ryan Burton joins us. Is that a uh, fair description, Berto? Yeah, relatively fair description. Um, we played a, a, a pretty good first half of footy, mm. and um, and then that second half, they, they got a few in a row, and, and we couldn't convert it down our end, and yeah, they ended up piling on um, towards the end. What can you tell us that we couldn't see? I get really frustrated. We watched it on the TV. They seemed everyone had a job. Now, you were with Charlie for most of the night? Yeah, I had Charlie. Um, he's, a, he's a quality player. And, um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with him for, for one of his goals. He, he's just really quick. And, um, yeah, I, I felt like I got a little bit unlucky. And um, that's all it takes nowadays, yeah. They're one step ahead, and they can kick goals. So, yeah. um, but in terms of the, in terms of the team, though, we we felt like we um, played a pretty solid first half, and um, and then just lacked a little bit of composure late, and um, our ball use wasn't where we wanted mm. to be, and um, and you saw the conversion we didn't convert, and and they did, and um, and their goals started rallying up. So, um, mm. yeah, we need it. We need to be uh, better for longer. You a did lot a, of what ifs here, Brian. Yeah, you, did a great, if. you, you did a great job on Charlie. and he got away from you for a couple of minutes and he's one of the best players in the mm. game. Uh, we know Willem Drew did a good job on Lockie Neal. Yes. Uh, Chris Fagan's had a chat about that. He's got a little bit precious and sensitive. Oh. Um, well, no, a little bit. You defend your players. What else was happening out there? It appeared like Dunkley initially had gone to Butters and then had Zorko gone to him. Is there anything that you could tell us? Because the bloody commentators don't tell us a lot. No, I was locked in on my role. I couldn't see who was tagging who in the middle. Mm. Um, they've got they've got a great midfield, and, and so do we. So, plenty of players that um, warrant a tag out there. I know Willem did a, a great job on Neil. Um, he's a quality player, and um, yeah, Dunkley and, and Zorko might have put a bit of time into to our stars as well. But um, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good battle in there. Ryan, give us the players' understanding of how this plays out. When I've heard for the past forty eight hours. Ken Inkley is very good at getting Port Adelaide to win home and away footy, but he can't get the players up to win finals. Deal with that one for us. Um, well, we, we obviously won two qualifying finals um, a few years ago and, and won them well um, and then obviously had the week off and, and we managed to lose um, the two preliums. But um, no, we, I, don't, I don't see anything in that. Um, these games are, are massive games. Both teams usually give it give it their all, and, mm. and only one can walk away with it. So um, it was a tough ask to, to go to Brisbane. Um, we, we knew that. We had, to, we had to play our best footy to, to beat them, and, and we couldn't quite do it. But we now get the opportunity to, to come back to um, Adelaide Oval in, in front of our fans and um, put on a show and, and make, it, um, make it just one more game and, and not our last. So um, we can, Ken will get the boys up this week, and, and, and we're excited um, for Saturday night. There's a lot of support out there. Text has just come through. Berto, you know how much I love you boys. It's time to shut up the knockers and the haters. I'll be cheering loudly to watch you bring it home at the Portress. That's from Annie. Uh, the, the goal kicking, what mm. do you do? It's not the first club that it's happened to. Um, 
You just write it off as an aberration, go about your normal routines this week. Has it been addressed or spoken about? Hasn't been addressed um, to the whole group. I'm sure the forwards speak about it all the time. Um, our, our best set shot for a long time has been Todd Marshall, and, mm. and you saw him on the weekend, just um, just couldn't couldn't kick him all straight. He, he kicked a couple of goals, which was great, but um, you'd, you'd think he'd kick some of the ones that he missed. And um, I guess that's just the pressure of finals, and we'll back Todd in um, every time to, to have those shots, and, and we want the ball in his hands. So, um, yeah, well, I know other boys missed as well, and um, they wish they could have those shots back, and um, that's just finals footy to... The pressure builds and, um, yeah, the, the fans at the Gabba for, for Brisbane were, were getting up and about when we missed a few and um, we've just got to, I guess, shut them up and kick the goals and, um, yeah, get some momentum going our way. Yeah, momentum's a huge thing. I think you're old enough to remember Mick McGuan played in a final for Collingwood. Yeah. had a crook groin and they whacked the needle in it. They put too much juice in it. He couldn't even feel his leg. He could hardly kick the football. That went through my head when I was watching Todd had a couple of shots where he missed by so much. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure um, how he was feeling in, in the uh, in the leg. He obviously good enough to play. Um, he had about five shots on goal, and um, usually he's kicking three or four at least. And um, and it's a really good game and really important. So whether or not it was to do with his leg or, or not, um, I'm not sure. I'll I'll have to ask him. And um, hopefully he's alright and um, kicking kicking straight. I guess next week. Ryan, shoot me down if you want to, because Kim has. If you get to the need of having another key defender, because Trent McKenzie's now getting his scans on the ankle, and we know Tom Jonas has done the calf, could Jeremy Finlayson go back? And if he doesn't, who could help you out there? Um, I'm not sure if Jeremy's played back before. Um, maybe the Giants, but... Um, yeah, yeah, he did at the Giants, back, actually. But... Sorry, I'll jump in, because Pete from Canberra, who's a mad Giants supporter, said, yes, he did play a bit back there. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. We've got. I'm sure we've got options um, if we need a, a key, but um, we might be able to, to get the job done with the backs that have been playing all year. Um, Lockie Jones, Miles Bergman, myself um, can all play tall, and we if if we are a little bit undersized, we just um, have to rely on each other just to chop out in the air and and help each other as much as possible. Mm. Charlie Dixon, what's the latest there? Yeah, Charlie, you, you know he'd love to be playing. Um, he'll be doing everything he can this week to, to put his hand up. Um, he's been running the last week and, mm. and feeling pretty good. So hopefully he can get through the next couple of training sessions and um, put his hand up. Apart from the injured players, can you awkward one for you, I know. Can you foresee many other changes? A ratio? Uh, yeah, we've got we've got plenty of good players that are, are knocking down the door, a couple of great small forwards um, that are missing out, unfortunately. But... Um, yeah, I'm not sure what the changes will be. Um, the players have been playing the last couple of games have, have all earned their spot and um, got us to where we are now, which is a double chance. So um, whether or not we change the team, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, whoever we play this week, um, they're going to be well-deserving and um, giving it their all, I'm sure. So how's this week pan out? We know you've got a game at 7.10 on Saturday here at the Adelaide Oval. So you flew back uh, yesterday. Uh, have you done your review yet? And when does the focus switch to GWS? Yeah, we got in uh, Sunday lunchtime and um, did our review today. Boys did a bit of recovery and a little jog around, things like that. Um, and then we'll we'll have a bit of a hit out tomorrow, um, get the body going again and um, start switching our focus to the Giants on Thursday, um, go through our oppo then and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll finish our review um, today and tomorrow and um, have a break Wednesday and, and get into it. 
So for those that aren't in the inner sanctum, so you have your review, uh, you go through everything that happened in that game, what was good, what was bad, and what could be better and how you address it all. Then you start doing your OPPO report. Do you do that as a collective where you all sit there and is it uh, each line coach highlights something about you know, your opposition, you look at the midfield, you look at their forward setup? How, how does it work out? How does each club do it? Yeah, we all get told as a, as a group. So different coach each week will will tell us about the opposition. Um, we'll all write things down in our books and mm. um, and then we'll have a line meeting as well later in the week and go through the specifics of um, certain players and we'll do our research on individual matchups and, and things like that later in the week. And um, Ken will give us a, a small chat on the in the captain's run and, um, and then we've got all the information ready to go for the game. What's history tell you? Do you get Daniels or Bedford? Or at all? Uh, in terms of match-up? Ooh, this yeah. week will be interesting. Yeah. Or Toby. Interesting. Oh, yeah. oh, dear, yes. Mm. Yeah, it, d- it depends who plays there. I mean, last time we played him, mm. I had Toby for the first half and then he played midfield. So, yeah, it all depends who's going to be there. Um, obviously, Daniels and Bedford didn't play the last time we played him. So, um, we'll have to do our um, our OPPO analysis on them and, and work out who's the best match-up for them. And, um, yeah, we'll go from there. How'd you find the Gabba? Uh, yeah, it was it was hostile once they they got on top for sure, yeah. um, which a, a home final should be, and um, the deck was was quite firm and, and quick, which is probably why you saw some some really fast goals out there. Mm. Um, a little bit humid, but it was yeah you, know, you can't really complain that the weather was was great to play footy in, and um, yeah, I mean the, of, the deck was quite firm, so the boys are feeling it today. Yeah, but that atmosphere aspect, I mean, we know that there is the voice from the crowd influences a game and. Can even influence umpires. Is Cadinia Park or the Gabba now the harder venue to play at? Um, well, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Cadinia Park. I mean, half the stands were yeah, still getting built, yeah, so they probably yeah. didn't have as many. Um, but yeah, the Gabba. Um, it's always a tough, tough place for any team to to mm. travel and um, and try and win. I mean, the, the stats probably show that over the last couple of years for them. And they are 51 um, we, from 59. Yeah, we'd we'd like to think that. We uh, we make the Adelaide Oval um, similar yeah. to that. That yeah. it's a it's a hostile environment for for teams to come and play, and um, we get our supporters behind us, and um, they're as they're as good as any team um, once they're up and about at Adelaide Oval. Yep, mm. cannot wait. Saturday night, ten past seven, fifty thousand plus fans there. Canelio should be back for GWS. They'll be a bit stronger. They've won ten out of their last twelve. But uh, gee, you've played some good footy this year. Cannot wait for the game, Birdo. Mm. We wish you all the very best, and hopefully you move through to a prelim final. Thanks for that, guys. There he is, Ryan Burton. Like Thanks Ryan. to McGain Real Estate. That's why everywhere you go, there is a sign popping up saying, sold by McGain again. Let's just knock something on the head here, Roach. Look, uh, from Brett says, Kimbo, all the footy rivalry silliness to the side. If you do get inducted, <laughs> mate, it will be well-deserved and you should be congratulated. Nice. I am not getting inducted in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> it's just Roach being a bloody idiot. That's He's a right. selector and <laughs> having <laughs> some fun. I think I should, but uh, uh, what do we got here, Roach? Uh, what did you guys wise. think of the run Port got with the umpires? I thought that was the best run of decisions an away team would see this year. Probably right. Probably right. That they was from they Costa. were abhorrent, were they? Mm. Boys, this interview, oh, hello, is exactly my point. It's delusional. We missed shots right from the start of the game and played poorly. We didn't start well and got worse from there. Ken Hinkley hasn't coached a team to win a knockout game since 2014 from Phil. Okay. Well, Phil, we let everyone have their say. That's a fact. Um, 
Uh, we knew these calls would come straight away. Let's go to the phones, uh, Roach. Uh, who are we heading to first? Ange at Croydon. Oh, hello, Ange. Hey, boys. Hey, Kim, um, it was really sad to watch that episode last night, mm. Channel 7, um, yeah. about uh, your family there. So, you know, hearts go out to you and your family. And, uh, yes, just, I don't know what to say. And, and I guess when um, I spoke to you, you two a few months ago with that Aaliyah Aaliyah incident uh, with Lockie Jones mm. and how I said that, um, you know, maybe the way Port Adelaide handled it was, wasn't very good at all. And I thought maybe 20 points should have been taken off uh, the premiership table and... Um, because it's so serious. I think a $100,000 fine these days is nothing for clubs like that. Mm. And I think you really hurt them um, with the premiership points um, would be more of a penalty, I would say. Or, you know, because Port Adelaide have got a bit of history with it as well. So it's uh, And to see what happened with Platts and those rugby leagues and Mario Fennick, I mean, that was the one that really got to me as well. Yeah, I watched know? that but, a year uh, ago. Um, um, yeah. And that, look, yeah, there's a lot but, out there, and reaches across it more than me. The other people, like the messages that were coming through to John last night, Johnny Barnes, Geelong, I think he's been a, a, affected enormously by it as well. A lot of a lot of ex players. Um, I think what it does, though, like you said, it puts the spotlight on the effects of concussion and the reality of it all. I think there was a little bit of scepticism out there going back a few years ago, Roach. Yeah, well, to Andrew's point, then you need to work on the protocols and you probably also need to get the base correct in the first place. Mm. And we're finding out over the past six months with the progress that's been made, particularly at World Rugby, where they have done an amazingly detailed uh, study of what concussion is, the AFL mm. is going to need to go back to base one because yeah. the path they've been on was the one that was seemed to be correct. Mm. It now needs to be pulled back and start all over mm. again. Can I just say, uh, Ange, and I, I appreciate your sentiments, but it's just not for high-profile athletes as well that have been people playing exactly. in the amateurs for Which many is harder years that to have deal had with. just yeah just yep. as many. Um, there's a, uh, concussions, there's, a, yeah. there's a good bit of Jimmy Bartell's podcast with Eddie Maguire where he talks about concussion and the theme that he put to the AFL and sadly it wasn't noted and probably needs to be noted again about baseline testing of players. Yeah. Uh, Rich, I'll read something out to mm. you that the rat gave me last night. Yep. It was an article from uh, – thank you from that, Ange. Mm. It was an article from Daryl Hicks in 1973. Ooh. 1973 and the foresight that he had – I'll show, you, man. I'll show you this mm. article. It was by a journalist. Was it Ray Barber? Ray Barber, yeah. Would have worked at the news. Yep. yep. 1973, the mm. rat sent it through because uh, Daryl Hicks's wife, I think it's Trish. I apologise yep. if I got it yep. wrong. Uh, sent it uh, on. Mm. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, love to talk. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed reading these out. Love to see you selected in the Hall mm. of Fame. Kimbo Jacko from Lewiston. No, it's not well, going to happen. It's a bit of a joke. We would get into trouble with our good friends from Twink. Drink-wise, because mm. this week's unmissable moment I'll for drink-wise, you yep. won't miss a moment if you drink-wise, goes back to the Basketball World Cup. Everyone noted that we followed it yep. until the Aussies got out, sadly. Who won? It was Germany for the first so time. So as they inbound it, Dennis Schroeder will let the time run out. And can you believe it? Germany, World Cup champions here in Manila. What a time to be a German fan. Can you believe it? So Germany it won it, but who missed out in total? Who was truly in the unmissable category? Well, we here? thought it was bad that Australia was the third-ranked yes. team and they didn't medal. Well, the US of A were beaten by Canada in the bronze medal playoff. Finished fourth. I know. 
I know. So Great that, time may, for basketball. Maybe when we were sooking up at losing to Germany, mm. it obviously wasn't that bad. We lost to the eventual champion. I like it, Roach. Uh, this week's unmissable moment for drink wise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Hey, tomorrow we'll have the McGarry medalist on and a Hall of Famer. Oh, <laughs> ah. we got a text here. Uh, congrats, Kimbo, on the Hall of Fame. Can we book you as a guest speaker for the League B and Yes, yes. Baz yes. from Com. Yes, why not? Um, Caitlin Gould will join us. Oh, we've run out of how much time? Have we got time to play Caitlin Gould? Daniel Ponder kicked a goal at Punt Road Oval. When I say from the centre square, it was the centre circle. circle. One foot on the circle. This goes for 19 seconds. I think we can do it. Have a listen to Caitlin Gould talking about the goal. How good was that? Oh, DP is known to pull anything out of her ass, really. Um, <laughs> she's just such an X Factor talent. Um, and yeah, she, yeah, it does not surprise me at all that she kicked a goal like that, that's for sure. I remember it kicked, it, yeah, when she kicked it, it went over my head and it went over EJ's. So yeah, no, it was a great goal. It uh, is one to watch. Oh, it's a beauty. The bouncer yeah, goal was extraordinary. Incredible that it had so much momentum to keep bouncing like This that. is Angus Monfrey's stuff. Yeah, no. But it's going a, straight. Yes. Uh, Danielle Ponder, she can pull a rabbit out, out of, of her backside. Hat. Good night, everyone. <laughs>